Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! And welcome to The, the Big, Big ones. ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Maria Blasek. That's right, everyone. It's just the two of us today. Can you believe that? I mean, that's... It's unprecedented. I know. Um, well, I think we just, you know, there's been a lot going on as our listeners are well aware and we've struggled to get our act together. (laughs) So (laughs) this is what we are giving to you. That's so true. Um, but I have to say, you know, I think everyone has been doing a lot of looking deep, deep, deep with inside themselves over the last week. They really have been. Yeah. Everyone has. Not a th- single person hasn't. I hope I hope not. And I, I think that probably most of our listeners have been looking deep, deep, deep with inside themselves. They have. And yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just been a series of little tiny moral decisions. I think that everyone's been having to make, you know, while history is happening. We're in the middle of it. And um there's a, a lot for everyone to navigate. And I think we're all, you know, trying to do our best. I'm sorry. I'm like looking at myself and it's like really scary. Maria's How in I, front of the Hollywood sign. No, but like my face is like, I look crazy. Really? I think you look exactly the same. Oh, no. (laughs) I hope not. Girl, you've always looked like that. So maybe I should stop my video. Well, then I'm going to stop my video. Okay, go. Okay. (laughs) My now my picture is just the Erios logo. So you guys, Amanda dropped a big bomb right before we started this podcast. And I'd like for you to explain yourself. Why? What did I say? You said you went to a restaurant. Um, I did. So tell me about tell me everything. Okay. Um, well, restaurants have started opening in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and um, they okay. So this has been uh, I don't know because there's just so much going on in the world, and so just as you know, coronavirus was like things were starting to open up. Now everyone's out protesting, which I personally think is incredible. 
Um, I've been, I went to one sort of like local protest and I'm going to go to one tomorrow, but I've been staying local. So that's like where I'm at with all that. But anyway, so it's like, who knows what's happening with coronavirus? Um, well, the, the, it's been spiking. Okay, but pe- they're saying that they don't know if that's connected to the protest. They think that's connected to people seeing each other during Mother's Day. Because oh it, it will be God. like, we won't know if the protests are causing spikes for like another couple, maybe another week or so because of the incubation oh. period. But but who knows? But anyway, so but I was really feeling like, okay, so there's this uh, Mexican restaurant called Mijaras that uh, Matt and I really like, and it's open. Okay, so mm-hmm. I looked on their website. They're like, yeah, come on in. We're open. We're being really careful. Um, we've made these accommodations to be safe and come check it out. And I just was like, I need to go. So right. we made a, a reservation for 530. This was That's like a good two time. days ago. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. And for the patio, they have a very large patio. It's like in this sort of um, really charming courtyard. I'm looking at pictures right now on Google, on on Google Maps. Yeah. And so we went and they had booths and, you know, they wiped down the booth right before we sat down. The booths are now divided with large plexiglass um, barriers so that you have no contact with the guests. You know, usually when you're in a booth, maybe there's someone behind you and your heads are kind of close. Uh Mm Uh-huh. The menu was virtual. So you just uh, went to their website on your oh, phone. Wow. And yeah, I had a tostada salad and a, a margarita and it it felt very safe. Well, that it sounds like they were doing everything right. I I I've had a great time. Um and so that was just such a little uh pick me up that I had. And I just it's all everything's so surreal right now when I was sitting there outside it was a lovely day and I was sipping a margarita on a patio. I was like, I feel like an alien who's come to earth for the first time. Right. And what did that feel like? It felt, it felt cool. I just feel like there's a huge shift happening right now. And, and it's, um, you know, everyone's getting the opportunity to reset. Oh, this place is so cute. It's like it is. You should go. They they have mariachi. I don't know if they'll do mariachi anymore, but they used to have it on the weekends. And the food come is in really mat suits. Yeah, <laughs> and the food is really good. It's just like your classic, like me- nice, atmospheric Mexican restaurant food. Yeah, I'm into that. So would yeah, where no, would really you nice. go to a restaurant? Like, where is your head at? Mm, not at the moment i mean that sounds very safe and if you know there was one restaurant that i'd go to it'd probably be a a place that did something like that but maria oh you cut out you cut out for a second so start that again oh can you hear me can you yeah now now i hear you um there um if there was a restaurant i was going to go to it would be you know somewhere that did you know what mijares did so well but um i just can't imagine at the moment not with everybody going around each other so so frequently i think also you know you live in um, a part of town where probably more people are out protesting i will say at mihara's Mm -hmm. it was like all it it was matt and i and maybe like one other couple in their 70s right and 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 i don't know that would did you look closer and see that it was you and matt in the future (laughs) Yeah, the plexiglass dividers are actually looking glasses. <laughs> and when you look deep into them, you can see your future. 
That's crazy. Not to say that, that old people aren't out there protesting because because we've seen them being brutalized by Pushed. the police. <laughs> Sorry, we have. We have. So we know that people of all ages are out. Yeah. They sure are. Well, should we get to some... Should we get to some mailbags? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Have people been writing in? Yeah, of course. What else What else do they got to do? Um. Okay, well, this is from Wesley. And Wesley says, Hello, big ones. I just listened to the episode about moving into Martian territory, and the little big one was about too much PDA and D&D. As a fellow D&D nerd, I got really excited about the idea of you two playing D&D for the first time on the podcast. I bet it would be super fun to listen to the improv masters such as yourself. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure a game master could even work in some more moral dilemmas to keep it on brand. Anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Love the show since the first episode, Godzilla and all, Wesley. That's interesting. Well, uh, to me, D&D seems really complicated. But Maybe. if someone, I mean, I'd be open to it. Maybe it's something we would do on Patreon. Yeah, we could do. Maybe if we get to like $10,000. <laughs> that's, that's, a- that's how much it's going to take for you to play a game of D&D. No, I'd like to play. I just, you know, that's going to be like hours and hours of content. Isn't a D&D game, doesn't that go on for weeks? Years? You know, I I really don't know. Yeah, I don't either. But I think that's an interesting. I think that's an interesting thing to think about. I so, mean, I'm, there's nothing wrong with a role playing game. I'll just say that there is nothing wrong. Okay, so here is another one, and I'm going to tell it to you right now. And also, I just I just woke up. Dearest Biggie Babies, I have a quandary. I have recently finally decided to quit the job that's been making me miserable for the better part of the last year. It's a smaller company employee-wise with underlying big corporate culture. I get along well enough with my colleagues and superiors and enjoy after work happy hours from time to time but they're certainly not my close personal friends the upper management is nice but they profit big time while i'm working a second job to make ends meet there is one occasion out of the year when they do splurge on employees and it's coming up soon in a few weeks we are having an employee party at a local casino resort and this is february 11th so just this is you know so it's all been canceled The company is giving everyone gambling vouchers, covering drinks, and a hotel room for each employee in their plus one. Oh, my God. I am confident in my decision to quit the job, but I will do so on the most professional terms. On one hand, I feel like I should give my notice now so they can change hotel reservations in time. Why should they pay for and celebrate my employment on my way out? On the other hand, the job has caused me so much stress and and all-expense night paid night out sounds amazing i could wait until after the party to give my notice but am i morally but i am morally just to a fault oh i am morally just to a fault and that seems like it would be wrong and would reflect poorly on my character i don't believe that this party will be hurting anyone's wallet what should i do 
I mean, I think go, go out with a bang. Yeah, for sure. No, you tell them after this, you party it up. Yeah. 100%. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I see nothing wrong with that. Just because you know in your heart you're leaving the job doesn't mean it's wrong to, um, if anything, it might be nice to sort of let this milestone happen, enjoy your colleagues, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, use that as a a marker to say, okay, so that's the end of that chapter. Now I'm giving my two weeks notice. I think it's totally fine. You could even go out with a bigger bang and you could wild like you're gambling. You could even put like your job on the line or something. You could say, you know, in this hand of poker, I, you know, I give up my job or something, you know, something dramatic and then lose the hand. And then, you know, you have to quit because you gambled your job away. Right. And of course, all of this is meaningless because this was canceled. I don't know. The casinos are reopened. So that's true. This could be in the D, your sister and your favorite casino is happening. I was reading articles about how the D in Las Vegas was popping. Really? Now, I have to say the D is not our favorite casino. It's just where my sister gets comped rooms. (laughs) (laughs) But but we so we have stayed there a few times and they have a a good steakhouse. Oh uh, oh yes, the that's where we there there was that big money thing. The oh no, okay, so that was not. I don't think that was the D. I feel like um, that was some other downtown casino with the big money. You could take a picture with a million dollars. That's right, the big money. <laughs> <laughs> Steakhouse Las Vegas. Ooh, can you imagine? Oh, God. I mean, I don't know when. I mean, I've been to a restaurant. I guess that's one baby step toward going to a steakhouse in Vegas. But I think it'll be probably a couple years. Binions. Binions, yes. Binions Casino. They've got a great steakhouse. And you get to take a picture of the million big Binions. (laughs) Top of Binion's Steakhouse. I want to see if they got any pictures of that m- that money. Oh wow, look at this! And that's in Old Town, Las Vegas. That's 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 um part of the Plaza Hotel. No, Amanda, I sent you a, um one to read. Oh, okay. I'll open that up right now. This looks so good. I know oh, it sounds yes. so fun to go get a dirty martini at a steakhouse with a group I, of friends. I just looked at a dirty martini on the Binions. Oh, wow. Here's a picture of the the, the skyscrapers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I went through... Okay, so this is Dear Big Ones. Um, I went through a phase after high school a while ago where I deleted most of my social media profiles and accounts that came up in a Google search. It worked out great, but now I'm realizing there are a few people out there that have the exact same name as me, and their stuff is all that shows up now. So I'm wondering if people who search my name might think I'm similar to one of these other randos. Should a person try to entirely remove their online presence namesake nowadays or maybe own it instead? Fortunately, my fellow name sharers seem pretty simple and are just super into trucks and being musicians or whatever. (laughs) But it's an interesting little big one. You got to wipe it clean. You got well, no, you don't. You shouldn't own it. 
I don't think. If you don't want that stuff up there, you should, yeah, you should. Because I can find anything about anyone online. And so can Melissa on whip crawlers. Yeah, so, well, it's never really occurred to me to try to sort of wipe my online presence. Is that something that occurs to you? If I'm searching around and, like, I find a website where it's, like, they've got information, then I'll, then I'll request that my information gets taken down. And so how do you do that? There's usually a thing where it's, like, is this you? And then you go, like, yeah, and then... And then they just, you send them an email. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Encyclopedia of Unaired Television Pilots, 1945 to 2018. This is a book. Amanda, we're in a book. What? What kind of book? Type in... Hold on. (laughs) It's... Hold on. I'm t- I'm texting you this link. We're in a book. Oh my god, about- I just found someone saying my net worth is $75,000. <laughs> no, and they're saying my weight is under review. It says age <laughs> age 37, height 175 centimeters, weight under review. Okay, this book, I just linked it to you. It's called Encyclopedia of Unaired Television Pilots, 1945 to 2018. It's by Vincent Terrace. And the and the cover is a picture of an empty um, television set with a little couch and a little table. And then we're part of this book of um, failures, I think. And... Um, did you are you on it? No, what did you email it to my Eerios account? No, I text I texted oh. it. Oh, let me look. Encyclopedia of Unaired Television Pilots 1945 to 2018. Wow. Ghost Girls, Comedy, Sci Fi 2012. Like for the when we did the Sci Fi Channel cast, Amanda Lund, Heidi, Maria Basuji, Angelica, credits. It's got all of this. Jeremy, a cell okay, concept. A self-proclaimed psychic, Heidi, and a tech whiz, Angelica, joined forces to solve paranormal mysteries with the hope of proving themselves to be competent ghost hunters. That sounds good. But as for this guy's question or this person who ever wrote in, um, I mean, I for me, I don't want my private information on the internet, but I mean, also, like, I have a website and stuff, so I think maybe a way to handle it is to kind of control what information is out by creating a website so that you are represented, but that you're kind of controlling what information is out there. I don't know. That's just one idea. So, okay, so here, let's do another one. This, here we go. Here's a Dear Big One. Hi, Big Ones. 
Thanks for the daily big ones. I am living for this content. I was thrilled to finally catch one of your Instagram lives the other day on the Erios account. Wow, I couldn't believe I was one of over 2 million viewers. Yeah, right. I also love the celebrity appearances. Remember what Jake Gyllenhaal said? What a rascal. Oh, I get it. Because he wasn't there, Amanda. She's making a joke. I see. Gosh, I'd I'd say anyone who misses a future Instagram Live or Patreon episode is a real outsider doomed to a life of regret. Anyways, here is my little big one for today. It's a little bit of a lifestyle got you girl content for you. What do you do when your friend has some makeup or outfit thing going on that is really wrong, but that they choose? I don't mean something that's just not your taste or whatever, but something like concealer that's not the right color. It feels wrong to not let them know, but also it feels like letting them know could really embarrass them or hurt their feelings. Like by letting someone know their concealer is the wrong. Sorry, I just yawned. Let me do that again. Like, by letting someone know their concealer is the wrong color, it might feel to the other person like you're saying, hey, I noticed you have a blemish, and uh, and also I noticed it because your makeup is bad. I feel like for accidental quick fix problems like food in your teeth or huge toilet seat cover in your pants, <laughs> it's easy to be got you, girl. Like, hey, no big deal, just letting you know, been there, but... What about something that was someone's obvious incorrect choice? Are you still a got you girl if you point it out? I would want to know if I was putting on a super wrong shade of foundation or something. I mean, sometimes it's hard to know you're making a makeup or hairstyle mistake if the lighting in your room is weird, you know? But I also don't want to embarrass someone, especially if the reason you're seeing them is because you're out in public or at a party or something where they can't fix it. What do you do? Thanks so much for the show and everything you do. Uh, Thanks a million, Kate. Very interesting question. Uh, It is interesting because it's hard when you're out and about. And then there's nothing they can do about it. Right. You know. Also, that stuff, well, okay, so I think most people want their foundation to sort of match their skin, but there is a little bit of subjectivity as far as makeup and clothing choices and and hairstyle and that kind of stuff. Right. But I don't think this is someone who's just, or like the makeup is on wrong and is like not blended in. I mean, not blending in, that's something you can do. So like you can go, oh, that's not blended in and they can go to the bathroom. But if it's like, I don't yeah, know. What- if it's like a full on wrong color. Uh, yeah, I think I probably wouldn't say anything. If yeah, someone did have like a little bit of mascara or a little bit of um, blush that wasn't blended, I would definitely tell them that. But unless it was like a best friend, I think I'm kind of staying out of someone's foundation choice because they, I don't know. I, I know I had an experience once where I was at dinner with someone who I didn't know that well. And like her hair, you know, how like some people will like kind of flip their hair to the side, like run their hands through it and like flip it to the oh, side. Oh no, Amanda, what happened? Okay. Okay. So anyway, she did that. And like, there was this one hair that was just like sticking up. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, she like had like, like maple syrup all over. Oh no, no, no. It wasn't like a, we needed to, uh, or there's something about Mary's situation. <laughs> But anyway, so there was just this one hair that was like sticking up really crazy. 
Okay. And right. it was there for like, I kept kind of waiting for it to fix itself. Mm-hmm. And and it didn't. And I was kind of like, okay, I think I should say, say something. Of course. Um, so I just kind of like, <laughs> I shouldn't have done this, but I should, I kind of reached over and just like patted it down. Amanda. <laughs> I know. It was just my instinct. I was like, oh, you have a little hair. And then I just kind of like quickly like poked it and it went down. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then she was like, oh, I know my hair is always crazy. And then I was like, oh, God, why did I do that? Because you couldn't take it anymore. Well, because I was just thinking like, oh, if I had a hair sticking up, I'd want someone to just like tell me or pat it down. But I I, I should looking back at it, I should have just let it work itself out. (laughs) That's really kind of a horrifying situation. And um that that you were staring at it, and then you you were compelled to pat it down, to poke it down, as you said. Yeah, and so I think I did the wrong thing because I really don't think, unless it's a really close friend, you should like uh, probably you shouldn't really ever like touch someone. Right, right. No, yeah, it's if it's something that can be fixed. I mean, but if it's if it's like someone. I mean, what, Amanda, what if like you're out with someone and they turn around and they've just got like a big ink stain all over their dress? Well, well, I I told you about that, right? The one time I had drawn on my own face on accident and I, (laughs) I asked a girl in my class as in college, I said, is there ink on my face? And she just said, it's fine. I mean, I think something like that or like, God forbid, a period stain, those sorts of things. Yes, those are accidents. And what I think you get into risky territory is like a mismatched foundation, because I think if someone came up to me and said, hey, you know, your foundation doesn't match your skin, I'd go like, fuck off. Right, right, right. Although that is shocking when someone's foundation doesn't match their skin. Yeah. So... I think if it's your good friend, yeah, of course, like, tell them. But if it's just an acquaintance or someone on the street, I think no. Right. Right. Because that's more of a, um, a, like, a note, like a criticism. Because this is something that they're probably wearing this foundation every day. Right. And some people... And that's people, a lot of money to get new foundation, too. Yeah, it is. And some people like like that look. I don't know who you're talking about. That would to have like maybe that. more of a bronzed face or a highlighted face. You know, they're not worried about the neck. Okay, so dear big ones. Hello, Amanda and Maria. I sure do love the big ones. It gets in my earios the day it appears in my feed. Oh, I like that. You all make me think and laugh out loud. What more could a listener ask for? Here's my dilemma. I live in an apartment complex and have been flying my American flag from my balcony for a couple of weeks now. My intention in flying it is for solidarity. Like we're all in this coronavirus crisis together and we're going to get through it. Now with all the protests, I'm seeing the U.S. flag being used by people I deeply disagree with. I don't want my neighbors to get the wrong idea when they see my flag. Should I take the flag down even though it makes me happy to see it out there? Or should I keep it up and risk people thinking I'm supporting the protesters? Okay, so they're wait, talking... Wait. No, no, no. They're talking about the people that are... Pro- okay. This email was written 
when the right wing people were protesting. Oh, okay, going so they're not out. talking about the Black Lives Matter no. protesters. No. They're talking about the the white people who wanted to die for the economy. <laughs> yeah, because this was April April twenty first. This was written, but I'm sure this person is still dealing with this dilemma because, unfortunately, the American flag has been taken on by people who are like supporting the police and you know, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. And so, but I think the most American thing that's happening right now is are the people out there protesting and making real change. And so, I think you should fly that flag and add another flag. That, well, uh, depending on that, uh, yeah, add another flag that says, like, you know, fuck the police. <laughs> or, like, Black Lives Matter or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you can have George. both. You can have both. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. And I want to fly a, um, well, I was thinking about, like, I don't know about an American flag, although, you know, I'm, I'm glad I live in America. But um, I think it would be cool to fly, a, if you're proud of your state, like fly a California f- flag. Yeah. But not everyone, you know, and California has its issues too. But um, I mean, I think that like we should take back the American flag. How do we do it, Amanda? Well, we just have to go, we have to go steal them. <laughs> um. Yeah, fly just you know, fly it, pr- pr- fly it proud and and loud, loud and proud. Yeah, but I think it would be really nice to have the American flag and then another little complimentary sign or something that kind of clarifies what you stand for. Yes, that would actually a flag, another flag with all your beliefs on it. Yeah, which should just be what the flag is, because where you are should be where all your beliefs are. Interesting. Would you fly a flag? Um, what's the mileage? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm imagining you now flying on it like a magic carpet. <laughs> yeah, now that now I'm... there's a statement. <laughs> if you can figure out how to do that, then now we're in business, baby. I'm just going wild over this information I'm finding about George Clooney. Oh, my God. Girl, you better get off there. You're going to get yourself into trouble. (laughs) No way. I'm going to find out where he lives. Well, I know where his agent lives. Well, has Clooney spoken up? No. And I texted Amanda the other day about this because I was like, I was like, has anyone heard from Clooney? Because he's been he's been silent as a mouse. Um, he's 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 gone, Amanda. He's he's left maybe the planet. I don't know where he is. Wait, no, I'm four days ago. Clooney's come out. What did he do? What, what okay. did he say? So this is a, according to Us magazine. Speaking his mind, George Clooney claimed America's greatest. Hold on, something popped up on my email. Claimed America's greatest pandemic is anti-black racism as people across the country continue to demand justice after George Floyd's death. And then he says, how many times have we seen people of color killed by police? 
Um, The 59-year-old actor began in a powerful essay addressing police brutality and systematic racism published in the Daily Beast on Monday, June 1st. So, Maria, I think your Google um, alert is broken. No, but Amanda, you don't know. He's is he do they have a picture of him like outside his house or because I'm convinced he's sending these messages from space. I don't think, do you think he was planet. on the, the space. I shuttle? don't know. I don't know. Like it was a little stowaway. I don't know. I don't know. Or he may have been up with those satellites they just launched. Maria, I his- think you're kind of stuck back in 2001 when people really were kind of looking to George Clooney to set a tone. I think I think Dog has been in space for a while and you're <laughs> you're a little bit like not really having your finger on the pulse of who no, who people you don't, care no, about. No, no. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You're saying, "Oh, he's not an Ansel Elgort or whatever." But and but what I'm saying is Clooney's timeless and Clooney is the face of the American people and of the Italian people because but he's Clo- got his Clooney like Clooney is not the the face of Black Lives Matter. No, he's not. But he's the voice. He's the voice of he's do you do you true or false? Is George Clooney the voice of Hollywood? It's the be voice careful, of old, Amanda, be careful of old Hollywood. And oh, John Boyega is the voice of and Zoe Kravitz are the voices of <laughs> new Hollywood. Well, I think that it would be kind of a cool thing for them all to work together. But I don't think they can because I'm convinced that Clooney's on some sort of space mission. He's not been seen, Amanda, in I think maybe even a decade. That can't be right. No, he he did. Didn't he have a cameo in Ocean's 13 or whatever? I, I think it was just a still shot and it was him in space. Okay, well, Maria, you're confused because he did go to space in the movie Gravity. That's well, well, that's when he floated away. Okay, so people are asking, was gravity filmed in space? <laughs> okay, so the journalist learns that gravity was not filmed in space. It's according to the internet. They tell you when you're a kid, there are no stupid questions, but that's not true. As Mexico TV reporter Carlos Perez learned when he asked gravity director Alfonso Cuaron to describe the difficulties of filming in space. I'm just I'm trying I just typed in George Clooney paparazzi to see if any to see when the last time okay here's him in a mall coming from tennis but I don't know what year this is this could be like 1997 for all I know um and what's your take on a mall I mean I like a mall I think she's lovely okay this is when a mall's pregnant so this is a, Amanda he's not on this earth anymore he's space explorationing he's exploring space and i'm 100 percent sure about that and you know how i'm sure because i'm on this this verified website and it says george clooney and his address i didn't want to tell you this before uh-huh. but it says address and it says look up no Maria. yes it does it says <laughs> no look it up. doesn't yes it does Yes, it does. And it, and I am just, so, that's scary to me that even this website is saying he's not here. I mean, okay, what year did Amal have her twins? You're not going to be able to find it. 
Why? Because it never happened. Don't you get it? Um, (gasps) Amal gives birth to alien baby. Okay, Marie, we can't get in. You got to. You've been doing too much web crawlers. (laughs) Amal Clooney gives birth to twins in 2017. Okay. 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 So she had kids. She had her twins at 40. Well, that's, you know, that's great. Okay, we better wrap up. This is I getting out of him. control. If anyone has any information on him, I just, or maybe has some sort of ham radio or some sort of signal, contact signal that can get to him out in the, in outer space. Um, well, I wonder what he thought when we were all shining our flashlights into the sky the other night. He probably thought it was the Oscars. You probably thought, oh, God, what month is it? Anyway, I know. And, you know, I know who's next. I know who's going up there next. And you're not going to like it. Who? Cooper. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's going. Yes, he is. He's the next one to be launched up into space. Anderson Cooper? No, Bradley. Oh, I believe that. I mean, has Bradley, what's Bradley Cooper said? Well, he's, he's, he's just living his life. I don't know. Has he said anything? Let's see. Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper statement. Let's see. Um, ooh, Irina Shake just got candid about her ex. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, I got to read all these. She's going wild on him. It, he hasn't said a thing. He's out of the news. Yeah. Okay. Well, ugh. but he's dating that young girl. Um she's she's well, you know, when you're a when you're a male celebrity, you can get the you can get the 20-year-olds. Okay. Well, I I got to get I got to head out. Can I read you this one thing? Yes. Bradley Cooper doesn't care for the paparazzi. (laughs) Few stars do, but the actor seems to have a particular distinct disdain for the photographers that hound him at every turn. Okay. So just maybe that's something to think about from, from here on out. All right, well, Sandra Bullock secretly got married before lockdown, so you don't want to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, everyone's losing it. Oh, gosh. This is from thegossipcop.com. All right, well, everyone, I hope this was as fascinating as it was for us. Yeah. For you. And you can so. email us the big ones podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us the big ones pod. You can call us at 626-604-6262. Um, okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to The Big, the big Here he goes.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.